This is your boy Jay Will with J&J Sports Nation. Ladies and gents, it's that time of the year. Optimism and an air of expectations. What are we talking about? The NFL Draft. It's going to be taking place this Thursday. And there are many, many fans who have truly, truly made this event something like the Super Bowl in and of itself. Why? Because your team has an opportunity to change its fortune on just one pick. Many franchises have made many picks and it still had to change their fortunes, but hey, just saying. However, I want to talk a little bit about Mr. Mike, Mike Mayock. For many, many years, I was glued to the TV, listened to his observation his expertise on potential draft picks, prospects, uh, you know, the breakdown of film uh, for many, 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 many years. Uh, Mike Mayock was, uh, for a better word, for a better lack of word, he's my coach, uh, and learned some some great uh, terms. Um, and in addition with that, uh, you know, I was just look forward to hearing his expertise on the prospects, be it at whatever level, uh, be it at whatever position. But um, for those of you who don't know, uh, he is now the GM for the Oakland Raiders. And uh, I was pretty sad because uh, I could count on him to, you know, to uh, quote-unquote be my football professor. And he would uh, teach me some great things about um, positions, certain things they're looking for, what GMs are looking for potentially, um, what a coach is looking for, different things like that. Uh, people who have great games, uh, some who had work for you know who had work to do on their game. So, uh, but Mike Mayock, hey, congratulations on your promotion. Um, I just hope it's not a short one. So, at the end of the day, congrats to you, Mike. And now I'm tuning in to Mr. DJ, aka Daniel Jeremiah. And uh, he has taken over, and I really like DJ's uh, uh, analysis and different things like that uh, about because, you know, that's his background. He was a scout, so he definitely should know a little bit, you know, a thing or two about uh, observing uh, prospects. So with that in mind, I'm going to get into the, going to get into the mock draft. He did a mock draft, and, uh, you know, everybody has a mock draft. Everybody's doing a mock draft, but... Danny Myers is one I'm going to really look at. And at number one, the first overall pick for the Arizona Cardinals was picking first in this year's draft. He has them taking Kyler Murray. Now, there have been plenty of speculations, of course, for those of you who don't know uh, about the draft. Usually right around this time, I would say maybe two weeks into the draft, uh, two weeks left to the draft, and certainly the, the week of the draft. You know, nobody's saying anything, mums the word. Uh, if you can keep a secret, you're great. Uh, nobody's saying anything. Everybody's got their their uh, their big boards covered. They got their facilities locked up, probably 24-hour security, because everybody wants to make sure that their prospect that could possibly change their fortunes, they want to keep everything under wraps. And so with that being said, uh, nobody was really putting a lot of stock into Arizona taking Colin Murray first overall. But when you look at the skill set of Kyler Murray, you know, with his, his resume, although very impressive, um, 
Daniel Jeremiah has them taking Kyler Murray first overall. Now, what does that mean? Potentially for um, the quarterback currently on the roster. Um, that possibly means a draft day trade or the trade has already been done. They're just holding off until the, the draft to push forward with it. So, um, because I really don't believe that a quarterback who's been drafted first overall last year, get, you know, uh, you know, gives way to a first overall pick this year, uh, especially at the quarterback level. So, um, I fully intend that if that is the case, then you can, you can really rest assured that, um, that the quarterback uh, for Arizona will be moving on to another team. So, with that being said, he has number two, uh, San Francisco 49ers picking at number two, and they have them taking Nick Bosa out of Ohio State. Now, here's the deal, and here's what, you know, many draft experts are saying back and forth, that Arizona can essentially grab Nick Bosa at number one, and then – possibly look at their uh, quarterback uh, in the later draft, I mean, the later rounds. However, taking Nick Bosa number one overall will solve a huge need. However, this league is about scoring points. So, therefore, Kyler Murray first overall for Arizona makes sense. All right. And it's kind of hitting a few things here and there. Raiders, who have three number one picks, their first pick at number four will be Quentin, uh, Quentin Williams out of uh, Alabama, which will be a need for them. Also, at pick number 24, they got Noah Fant, tight end out of Iowa, which definitely fills a need. And at number 27, taking Chris Lindstrom, a guard out of Boston College. So that would be a pretty good draft right there. You got your guard, you got your tight end, and you got a beast on the defensive side of the ball. So, many experts are saying that possibly the Raiders could take a quarterback. But, once again, with quarterbacks, it just depends on the coach and if they fall in love with a quarterback there. So, you know, will they take a quarterback? That remains to be seen. I know I said in my last podcast, you know, we're looking at, you know, some teams who are definitely looking at taking a quarterback. Uh, Daniel Jeremiah have the Giants at number five, excuse me, number six, taking Daniel Jones, quarterback out of Duke. You know, and, uh, you know, I've I've followed some of the prospects, but, you know, uh, they've always had, um, you know, Dwayne Haskins going to New York. However, in his draft, he's looking at, on his mock draft, he's looking at Daniel Jones. So, uh, also, as you kind of look down, uh, they have Dwayne Haskins actually going to, well, he has Dwayne Haskins going to um, Cincinnati over to the Bengals. And, you know, he... You know, that's a real possibility because right now um, the quarterback that is quarterbacking uh, in Cincinnati right now, Andy Dalton, you know, uh, you have a new coaching staff, and we will see. We, we know when a new coaching staff comes in, they sometimes really want their guy. And uh, Andy Dalton's not too shabby, but, you know, he's had the weapons around him and have yet to produce. So that'll be something to see as well. So, but uh, – and he has Drew Locke also going to the uh, Green Bay Packers at pick number 30. So I think it's three quarterbacks going in the first round. So we'll see. Like I said, the draft is coming, rapidly approaching. And uh, at the end of the day, um, you know, this, this quarterback class has not been what most 
experts were wanting to see or most, uh, you know, people in the league wanted to see either. But, you know, at the end of the day, you got to have a guy that can uh, get that ball downfield. So, you know, we got three going per Daniel Jeremiah. We got three quarterbacks going in the first round. So, and as you start looking also in this uh, draft, you see, um, let's see, one, uh, two, two tight ends uh, going in the uh, first round. So that's pretty good uh, because I think uh, they're saying this year this is one of good you know one of the better tight end classes that came out in a while. So, but once again, it's easy to say we got to give them about three, two, you know, three to four years before they can actually you know make that actual claim. So, but um, just looking at some other you know names, they got Rasheen Gary, uh, defensive end out of Michigan, going to the Dolphins, and the Dolphins is a team that, like I said, has been pretty low key, very low key. So it'll be interesting to see if that will be the way that they're going to go or which way they're going to go. So uh, let me see what else. They have uh, Andre Dillard going to Carolina, which, you know, they would definitely need a, a, a good tackle on that line. You know, Cam would really love that. Uh, Montez Sweat at edge going to New York at number seven. It's not bad. Uh, let me see here. Gary Bradbury, uh, center, going to the um, Minnesota Vikings. Christian Wilkinson at number 19, going to the Titans. Um, Steelers picking a DB. That's no, no, no news there. Um, let's see. Cody Ford, guard, going out of Oklahoma, going to uh, the uh, Houston Texans, which Definitely needs some help on that line. They need to get that line together for their quarterback because he's been running. Um, Deshaun Watson's been running for his life here lately, so definitely that would be a welcome addition for that uh, offensive line. And um, for uh, at number 25 pick for the Eagles, they have Marquise Brown. And uh, definitely be an added addition. Uh, definitely need some more weapons uh, on the, uh, for uh for Carson Wentz there. So that would definitely be a welcome uh, sight. Wow, Dexter Lawrence going number 32 to the New England Patriots. It's not bad, I guess. I would thought, you know, with his body at work, um, he would been to go a little bit earlier. However, um, you know, it just depends on how you know, GM's looking at it, uh, potential red flags, things of that nature. So, and of course, the tape and numbers from the combine. So, but that's what J Daniel Jeremiah has for the mock draft. Like I said, at the end of the day, you know, um, it's really going to be something to see uh, if um, Arizona goes with that goes with Kyler Murray. Because if that's the case, then um, Josh Rosen is definitely going to be um, packing up and going somewhere. And that place could be, for a world possibly, a you know Miami. That could be New York. It could be Cincinnati. Could be those teams that actually need a quarterback. And right now they're not really in love with what you know what they see in at the uh, combine or what's coming out in the draft this year, and uh, bring them in and you know give them every opportunity to uh, win the job. So, you know, compete and win the job. So at the end of the day, 
um, that's going to be the, the first domino that falls. So um, to see if uh, uh, if they give Josh Rosen the opportunity um, to be able to uh, move forward and um, win the job. And like I said, in that case, if he you know, if that is the case, and he does go swear and win a job, and um, that would be you know great for him because you know it's kind of you know quote unquote being stuck between the rock and the hard place because at the end of the day, you know you go there, you draft it, you excite it um, until you get my you know until you get a season under your belt and you're on a mediocre team, and at the end of the day your stats are not showing what it should because what. You got to have pieces around you, and you know a one-year, you know one-year head coach and uh, Steve Wilkes, you know one and done. Yeah, there's no, you know, that's impossible to get anything done there because you have a coach there for one year and he's gone the next year. So now not only you have to leave, uh, change uh, offensive systems, so now you got to learn a new system. So like I said, that's just a whole lot uh, for a quarterback to kind of go through. So, with that being said. Going to move over to the NBA playoffs. So I've got an opportunity to kind of watch some of the games over this past last couple of days. And, man, that was some good basketball. Um, I did get an opportunity to see the Thunder play. And at times they look, you know, overwhelmed and overmatched. Um, you know, it's, it's one of the things, especially with Oklahoma City. As a matter of fact, I'm going to, you know, get back to that because there's something I really want to really – it was it's a uh, enigma to me about OKC. But anyway – over in the East, we got the Milwaukee Bucks leading the Detroit Pistons 3-0 in that series. They can get ready to wrap that up uh, pretty soon. Um, the Toronto Raptors lead the Orlando Magic 3-1. Of course, I did see some of that game. That was a pretty good game. Uh, some great, great talent on Toronto's end. And um, so we got the Philadelphia leading the Brooklyn Nets 3-1. They could close that up as well. Um, also, we got Indiana Pacers with Boston Celtics. Uh, you know, Boston, you know, won the series. They swept them 4-0. So uh, they kind of get them some rest until the next series gets going. Over in the West, Golden State leads the Clippers 3-1 in that series. They get that wrapped up on um, on Wednesday. All right. And let me see here. We have uh, Denver. Uh, it's tied with San Antonio 2-2. So that's a pretty good series. I did get to see some of that game. That was a pretty good game. Uh, it's a back and forth game, so Portland Trail Pacers. Uh, in OKC, in OKC, you got Portland leading that series three one, um, and also we got Houston three uh, zero up on the Jazz, and uh, they can uh, close that thing out uh, tonight. So, with that being said, let's kind of get back to the OKC series, and you know one of the things I, I remember when OKC. Uh, made the transition because, of course, if you if you know anything about basketball, they transitioned out of Seattle and they wound up going to Oklahoma City. And, of course, back when they had the nucleus, there was Kevin, you know, Kevin Durant, James Harden, um, uh, Westbrook. You had, uh, I always keep forgetting, it escapes me the guy's name, I guess, the Gathabo Cephalosha. And you had, I mean, you had just a nucleus of talent there. And for some reason, you know, just not, I won't say too much couldn't get it done, but I don't know if it was egos, whatever the case may be. Of course, I think the first, you know, the first coin or the first brick that came out was James Harden when he left and went to Houston. 
And then he just, you know, just kind of quote unquote blew up because like I said, and the thing about it is everyone on that old, you know, everyone on the team that, you know, left prior to on the OKC team, they had an abundance of talent. And the question, you know, leads me to believe is, you know, what happened? Uh, of course, they went through a coaching change, of course. And then, you know, of course, we know about the saga with Kevin Durant, you know, when he left and then went, you know, went to Golden State and, you know, won a couple championships and, you know, things of that nature. And, you know, it, it, and I just never understood. It just, it, it seems like they can never shake, you know, whatever it is there. Um, of course, you know, Paul George came in and, you know, things of that nature. You bring in some pieces here, but it's just never really jailed. And when you got a team was so talented like OKC was and a couple of superstars leave and then it's like, you know, Russell Westbrook is kind of there to kind of bring it together. But, you know, it just never really happened. And uh, at the end of the day, you know, will he go down as one of the greatest, you know, players to never have a championship? Or will he eventually get that elusive championship? Because at the end of the day, you know, I saw an article today that says if they didn't win, then it'd be all on Russell Westbrook. And it could, you know, that you, you can make a case for it and make a case against it. The case for it is the fact that, you know, of a style of play. But, you know, when you're used to being the man and you really don't have any help, in your mind, that's why you're the type of player that you are. But the same token, when you try to, you know, um, let the reins go and, you know, and, and it doesn't happen, then at that point you have to be upset as well because it's like, you know, hey, I'm trying to do this, but then I want you to help, but then you're not helping. So it's kind of like, you know, you kind of stuck. So at the end of the day, you know, it's just really, really, to me, it's just a, and really it's odd uh, because the question is in the offseason, you know, can they bring in another marquee talent um, that's willing to, you know, roll with them and, and, and get them over the hump? But, you know, who knows? You know, or will Westbrook wind up saying, hey, you know, I got to go somewhere, you know, to greener pastures. Um, in order to, you know, get that ring because that's kind of how some players are doing these days. Hey, man, if I can't get a ring with my team, let me go, you know, uh, pony up with others and, and, and let's go, you know, make this run. So, but at the end of the day, you know, uh, it's a very, you know, playoffs been overall been pretty good. But, you know, when the next set of uh, the next round gets going, uh, it's going to be some, make for some great, great, great moments. Um in the uh, NBA playoffs. So, with that being said, guys, this is your boy, J&J Sports Nation. Always here, guys, to talk about sports and all aspects. Your boy, J. Will, J&J Sports Nation, I'm out.